the Lord, church. I want everybody, I want everybody to stand and please shake somebody's hand and tell them welcome to the house of God. Praise God. Somebody shake it out real quick before we get seated. Shake it out. <laughs> Thank you, Sister Fanny. <clears throat> um, it feels good to be back in Asia ministry. Uh, I want to apologize for my absence, but I'm not sorry that I took it. <laughs> uh, me and my family needed a vacation, and my job provided me uh, two and a half weeks of paid holiday and vacation, so um, thank you, thank you. Uh, I do thank them for allowing me to have the time off, and uh, so I went ahead and took advantage, and we took some time off away from everything and just kind of relaxed and stayed home, which was very much needed for the year that we had. <laughs> so um, uh, I do, I am, I am thankful to be back. Um, I am thankful for the Asian ministry. It's blessed me and my family very, very much. Um, so being my first time back this year, it's now the, what, the 18th, <laughs> the 18th of January, uh, I'm going to consider this my fresh start with you guys. I'm going to consider this a fresh start for me to help start getting Asian ministry uh, where it wants to be, uh, 300 souls. Um, it's funny that Sister Henshi, um, who I thank greatly for allowing me to be here, uh, it's funny that she wanted to, for us to everyone to pray, um, because that's exactly what my message is for today. Um, it's about how we can set a prayer pattern for ourselves. I think one of the biggest things that happens to a Christian in their walk with God is they forget to pray or their life gets too busy to pray. Um, it's not that we don't want to pray. We want to pray, and I understand that because it happens to me all <laughs> more than I would like to admit. Um, I'm, I'm very much guilty of exactly what I'm going to be preaching today, but it's what God laid on my heart. And going forward, I think it would be good for all of us to be able to take some, something from this and help set a pattern for ourselves that, we need to, that would be beneficial for us because Jesus lays out an, an exact way that we should pray. So if everyone will please stand for the reading of the Word. I'll be reading out of Matthew chapter 6, starting in verse 5. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 6, verse 5. This is Jesus talking. I want to preface this just a little bit. This is Jesus explaining to his disciples what he expects out of their prayer and how he expects them to pray. Because it's not always who you do it around or who you do it in front of. It's, it's more about the relationship that you're building with God. Verse number 5, and it starts, And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be like the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut the door, 
Pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. You may be seated. Lord God, I pray right now that your word goes forward and sticks to those minds and those hearts, Lord God, that have a yearning to be after you, Lord God. And I pray, Jesus, that you bless this word that it goes forward, not because I'm giving it, but because you're giving it, Lord God. Help them to receive in the name of Jesus. Amen. 2020 was, or 2019 was quite a year for every one of us. Uh, <laughs> I know there were many struggles across the, across the board for, mo- for most of us in this room. It wasn't an easy year, but we've made it through, and 2020 is a fresh start. So the reason why I want to bring prayer as my first message back is because I want to help. I'm going to challenge myself and everyone here to establish a prayer life because it's essential that we have a prayer life if we want to get anywhere where we're wanting to go. The 300 soul revival isn't going to happen because we're sitting here having church. It's going to happen because we go through and we pray for the things that God wants. Amen? In the next few verses, Jesus gives his disciples a pattern for prayer. It's the most recognizable prayer in the Bible. It's the most repeated prayer in the Bible. It's the Lord's Prayer. It goes something like this. He's telling his disciples in verse number 9, After this manner, therefore, ye pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forget our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now that in itself, that prayer is a very strong prayer. I want to break down and dissect this Lord's Prayer. I want to break down what Jesus was telling His disciples because it's not just to repeat these words. He, he said just a couple of verses ago, don't have vain repetition. So it's not that you shouldn't pray this prayer. If this is a starting point for you and you have an alarm on your on your phone or, or whatever you have, if you have an alarm every day that goes off at the same time and it tells you to pause, take a second, and say this prayer, God's going to answer that prayer. God's going to see your faithfulness. But it has to grow from there. And so I want to break down how we can make this prayer that would normally only last a few seconds. In earnest, how we can make it... I'm not looking for time. I'm not looking for a lengthy prayer. I want to make it more specific. Because the more specific you are with God, the more specific He answers that prayer. In verse number 9, it says, After this manner, therefore ye pray ye. I'm going to start right here. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's the beginning of the prayer. That's the beginning of the pattern. Hallowed be thy name. I am recognizing you, God, that you are the all-powerful, almighty God. I am recognizing that you can do anything. Hallowed be thy name. Praise God. Praise Him at the beginning of your prayers. God, you are the master of everything. You are the author and the finisher. Praise God. 
at the beginning of every prayer. A lot of times we get into a situation and we want to pray and ask for something. We want to ask, hey God, I need something. He is not against you asking for anything at all. But how many times do you ask versus how many times do you give? Do you give God glory? Do you give God praise? Or do you ask only? We're all here because of a prayer. I'm here because of a prayer. Every I guarantee you, Sister Hantry has prayed over every single person in this building. I guarantee that. And because she has prayed for you, you are here now. It's not an accident. It's not a mistake. But she has not prayed for anything for herself except for everyone in this room that they be blessed. I think you're blessed because you're in this building. God is in this place and He blesses those that are with Him. God, doesn't, God isn't somebody... I, I know a lot of times we say, Lord, join us. He's already here. We have to join Him. So if we're coming into His building, He's already here. He's, already, he's outside. He watched you walk in. You've got to join Him in His presence. He's not going to join us. He's already here. We have to recognize that. <clears throat> thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Notice we haven't asked God for anything just yet. We've only given thanks. We've only praised his name. We've only said thank you, Lord, for everything you've done. I'm breathing. I'm living. Thank you. I'm here on this earth, alive. Thank you. you we all get, I know it's hard times. All the, we all go through very hard times. It's hard sometimes to tell God, thank you. But that's why this next portion of the, in verse number 10 is very important. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come. Lord God, whatever's going on around me, no matter what's going on around me, I'm not going to worry about any of it because I'm ready for your kingdom to come. I'm ready for you to rapture the church because I'm ready. Things can go on in this earth and can affect my flesh and can affect my feelings, but I know that at the end of the day, thy kingdom come. Before anything else that I want, I want your kingdom to come. I want you to come down to earth. It's not very popular to pray this prayer. Um... Because we, talk, we start talking about His will. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. His will be done in our lives. Uh, last year, um, my house burned down. <laughs> uh, my family made it out alive, thank God. But my house burned down. And in that moment, you have to take a second. In a, in a situation like this, You have to take a second and understand it's a tragedy. My family was saved. But even if my family wasn't saved, God's will be done. I give, when I pray, every time I pray, as many times as I can, I tell God, I give everything to you. 
I give you my house, I give you my car, I give you my job, I give you my life, I give you my kid's life, I give you my wife's life. I give you literally everything because you've given it to me first. And I don't, I can't, I can't be responsible for it because I have no control over it. We don't have control over the things that we think we have control over. It's not that simple. Because anything could happen in an instant and change your entire life. I was at work when that fire happened. I couldn't control that situation at all. I was nowhere near there. My whole life changed in an instant. I got a phone call, and my wife told me the kids are okay. The house is on fire. Nothing I could do. But God had his hand on my family that day, and God has his hand on that situation even now. Had the fire not happened, um, I know most of you heard about the Plant 3 building on the east side of town that blew up over the holidays. Um, thankfully nobody was seriously hurt. I think there's maybe one or two people still in the hospital from all that, but the building was relatively empty, um, except for just a few people because it was the holiday and they weren't working. Um, that, that particular explosion affects my job. I work on the west side of town, but there's a machine in that building that makes certain parts for most of the, most of, uh, all of Textron. And they're the biggest parts, and the, the, the uh, machine is a very hard thing to come by. I think there's only one other one in Wichita, but Boeing owns it. So we don't know, I don't know what's going to happen, but if the fire didn't happen to give us the insurance money that we needed to help, our, to help get ourselves back in line, we, this, this explosion would have affected my job and would have made it very difficult on my family to be able to live at all because they're not letting anybody work any overtime right now. They're, they're, it's it's, it's going to get very slow very quickly. They're talking about people being furloughed. It's not official. And a furlough is just a layoff without being completely let go from the company. That's all that is. But if I get furloughed, I know I'm still going to be okay because I trust God's going to take care of me. But this fire set up. I, I, saw, I saw it clearly as soon as I heard about what was going to happen if they can't get this machine back up and running? The fire supplied my need so that when this, when this came up, I'm going to be okay. So God's will be done in my life. No matter what that is, God's will be done. You have to be able to see that in every situation that you're in. Every difficult time you're going through, look at it through. You, you, you're not big enough to see the entire picture. But God is big enough to see the entire picture. God is big enough to know that you're going through some struggle right now, but that's okay, don't worry about that. I've got something better for you planned later. And I, some, for some of us, it's been a very long time, and trust me, I know how long a very long time is struggling. It's not fun and it's not easy, but I know that God's going to take care of me in the end because I give Him literally everything. And His will be done in this earth as it is in heaven. This part, of the, this part of the prayer can help you. Uh, it's something that, you, that will give you strength. Because if you give God the glory, number one, and then let Him take over the things of your life, number two, and don't, and don't worry about I'm not saying you shouldn't be concerned about what goes on. I mean, obviously, if something's going wrong and you can help it, do something about it. Please. Don't, don't take that the wrong way. But when something happens out of the ordinary that you're not expecting, trust God first. Amen. Trust Him first and then worry about the problem later. 
and do what you can to help fix it. But trust God first and give thanks for the trial. Give us this day our daily bread. In a normal prayer, this would be a really good spot to open up your Bible. If you have it with you. It's a very good spot. When you're praying, if you get to this portion of the prayer, it says, give us this day our daily bread. It's a good place to open your Bible and start reading a little bit of word. Um, a lot of you, when I said bread, you, know, you, you knew what I was talking about when I say bread is the Bible. Because back in Matthew 4, Jesus is tempted uh, by Satan. And he says, I'll read it really quickly. Then was Jesus led up to the spirit of, uh, up of the spirit of, into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. When he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was really hungry. He was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, "If thou be the Son of God, command these stones be made bread." But he answered unto him and said, "It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God." This is the word of God. Every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. This is out of the mouth of God. I'm not against uh, the, the what, is, what is it, the yearly, the, the, the yearly calendar where you mark a day and you read a certain scripture. And you do that for a year and you've read the whole Bible in a year. I'm not, I'm not, I think everybody should be a part. I think everybody should do something like that. I think that's a great idea. I think it's awesome. But what are you, are, as long as you're getting what you're needing out of that reading, and what I mean by that is you can read a scripture and it mean nothing to you. You can read a scripture and say, well, I marked it off, got it done, today's done. Now, I gotta, now tomorrow, when tomorrow comes up, I'll read the next one and check it off too. And I'll be moving right along. But are you getting the bread or are you just reading words? Because, because this, this is, as it sits, a book of words. But there's bread in there to be had. You have to seek it out. You have to read it and figure out for yourself what God's trying to tell you. Because he is telling you something through his word. <clears throat> our bodies require, our physical bodies require food to live. Our spiritual bodies require this to live. If we are not feeding our spiritual bodies this, we don't spiritually live. We are spiritually dead because we have to have this sustenance for our spirit to live. Amen? Amen. <clears throat> when you're praying and you're reading your word, it is also very, 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 very important that you let God know that you're seeking after him. God, I'm, I'm specifically devoting this time to reading your word. Show me what your word says. Reveal to me what I need out of your word today. Reveal to me what I need to know. That You have no idea how many times God will show you exactly what you need if you let him know before you open your Bible that you're reading for a word from him. And he will show you exactly what you need to see. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. This part of the prayer is very crucial, and I'll tell you why here in just a few seconds, in a few moments. This part of the prayer is so incredibly important to understand 
what it actually means. We're asking God, forgive us of our debts. Forgive us of our trespasses. Forgive us of our wrongdoings as we forgive our debtors. Using this pattern, you really need to recognize where your unforgiveness is. Do you have unforgiveness in your heart? It's easy to find out. Start thinking of people in your mind, your brothers, your sisters, your aunts, your uncles, your parents, your kids sometimes, your boss at work, your co-workers. Going through them, man, I'm really mad at that person right now. Man, that person really screwed me over a couple weeks ago. I'm still really kind of upset about that. Uh, I'll use use myself as an example. (laughs) Um, This happened some time ago, but uh, I was asleep at my work right before the bell rang. I was taking a nap. I had showed up 15 minutes early just so I could take a quick nap before work started. Um, I was underneath the aircraft, and I was in a chair that laid back like this. So I was nice and comfortable. I had my feet kicked up, and it was super comfortable to sleep there for just a few minutes. Um, But I overslept the bell by about two minutes. And my boss came up and told me that I'm getting written up for it, and he gave me three days suspension for it also. For two minutes of sleeping over, over work bell. Uh, you can believe me when I say I was very, very angry at him for quite some time. Uh, I, uh, when I came back, I, I, just, I wanted to completely have nothing to do with him. I wanted to ignore him, and I didn't want to have... I was like, I'm not listening to a word he says. I don't care. He's going to treat me like that. Okay, I know where we stand now. It's not that simple. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. There's a comma in between those two statements there. Forgive us our debts, comma, as we forgive our debtors. In verse number 14 and 15 of the same chapter, it says, For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. You can't get into heaven if God hasn't forgiven you. So how to, get, how to gain God's forgiveness is to forgive. Forgive us our debts as we forgive. It's at the same time as we forgive our debtors. As I'm forgiving my boss for, for in my eyes, making a mistake and doing me wrong, I've got to forgive him so that I can get forgiveness from God. It is a dangerous thing to harbor those feelings. I I don't know why I'm harping on this so much. It is a dangerous thing to hold animosity in your heart against someone else. It is a very dangerous thing. You cannot earn God's forgiveness, no matter how much you ask for it, if you cannot forgive someone else. Nothing in this world, nothing in this world, is worth not going to heaven over. (laughs) Nothing in this world is worth not going to heaven over. Nobody doing you wrong is worth you not going to heaven over. Because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, and the rapture's happened, if you've forgiven, you're going to a better place. Whether that person asks for your forgiveness or not, it is important to forgive. <clears throat> I don't know why I harped on that so hard. 
I apologize. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. When you're praying this prayer, it's very important to dissect what your temptations are. It's very important to make sure you're going through the things that you're, what, your daily life and figuring out, am I looking at what I should be looking at? Am I talking the way I should be talking? Am I having the right conversation with people? Am I making sure the things that are going into this body aren't a temptation for me? It's very hard sometimes to recognize the temptation. It's very hard to see what the temptation is. Jesus was tempted by the devil. It was a very clear temptation. Jesus is hungry. He hasn't eaten for 40 days. Satan says, hey, you got all the power in the world. Make these stones bread. That's a very clear temptation. Obviously, Jesus is hungry. Sometimes the temptation isn't as clear or as obvious as that. It's, it's not always that way. So it's very important to take this time in prayer. When you're praying this prayer and you're praying after this pattern, God, show me what my temptations are and help deliver me from them. In Proverbs verse three and, uh, chapter 3 and verse 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Amen. Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord. Depart from evil. Deliver us from evil. God, I'm in a place where I can't sometimes recognize my own temptation. Or maybe you do recognize your own temptation. Deliver me from that evil. Help me overcome the temptation. Help me to overcome this thing that's in my life that's been a thorn in my side that won't let me get past this point in prayer. <clears throat> prayer can help you understand because God can reveal them to you. He can say, hey, look, you've got a problem over here. Hey, look, you've got a problem over here. And if you are consistent in your prayer, I promise you, God will help not only show you what your, what your temptations are, but deliver you from them. He will, he will I can guarantee that. <clears throat> For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Musicians, if you'll please come. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We want to finish the prayer. We want to finish this time in prayer the way that we started it. Recognizing that God is the king. Giving him glory and letting him know, God, thank you so much for everything that you've done in my life. Lord God, please guide me in your ways. Please help me, Lord Jesus, to understand what I'm supposed to do for you. Please guide my path and light my way. Make it easy for me to understand which way I'm supposed to go. Knowing that we can get through anything through with prayer we can make it through everything with prayer i'm not trying to make anyone feel bad for not praying i'm not trying to make anyone feel a certain way i want to open your eyes to how we can start praying it is january 18th i consider this the beginning still of a new year i think it is an easy thing for us all 
Because, of course, praying is easy. It's being committed. I think we should all start praying this type of prayer pattern and see what changes God will make in your life. Because I guarantee you, another guarantee I can give you is that if you are consistent in your prayer, if you are committed to that prayer and you are faithful, God rewards the faithful. God will reward your prayers. I, I promise <laughs> He will answer your prayers. It may not be exactly when you want it. It may not look exactly the way you thought it would look. But if there's anything I've learned over the last two years alone, it is that God answers prayers all the time and every time. Amen? I would like us all to stand, please. It isn't about how long you pray. It isn't about how, how, how repetitive you can be. It isn't about how, it's not about looking pretty during prayer. That's not what it's about. God, Jesus was telling us, don't do like they do, pre, uh, praying in the street and in front of everyone because that is their own reward. Amen. Jesus wants you to pray in secret. To pray your own prayer. I'm just providing a pattern. I'm just helping you to be able to get to a place where when you're praying, you're not even using this. You're just praying the way that you know how to pray. This is just for everyone to be. I'm going to use this prayer pattern. I promise you that. I'm going to use this prayer pattern for the next year because I want, I want us to get to 300 souls. Yes. I believe we can do it yes. while we're praying. I believe God will answer that prayer while we're praying. It can happen. It will happen. So if we'll all take a second. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God. Thank you. He'll repeat after me. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let's give God some praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for answering our prayers. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your wonderful word, Lord God. Thank you for everything that you've done for us in our lives, Lord Jesus. We are not able to be here most of the time by our own venition, but I pray, Lord God, that you make a way for everyone under the sound of my voice to be able to come back to church and to praise your name, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
thank you, Lord God, for everyone in this room. I pray a special blessing for every single person in this room, Lord God. I pray that you would answer their prayer for your glory and for their faith, Lord God, to grow their faith. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Sister Angie. is my desire to honor you Lord with all my heart praise God worship you we believe in miracle we believe in answer prayer if anyone to come want to have a prayer cloth or prayer for your sickness please come answer prayer dedicate request we would like to pray for you we have an oil is ready for you hallelujah yes oh let us all come thank you Jesus Hallelujah. If you have sickness in your body, you can come. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Every moment I'm away. Oh, hallelujah, Lord the God. Lord, have your way. You need to come. Jesus is calling. You need a request for praying for someone. You can come. Hallelujah. This is my desire. We need you, Lord. Hallelujah. We need, Lord, your answer prayer, Lord. Lord, with all my heart. Yes, Lord. I worship you. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Lord, if you want to be used by God for 300 souls, come. I give you praise. Yes, Lord. All that I adore. Yes, Lord, the God is in you. Oh, yes, Lord, the God. I give you my soul. Hallelujah. I live for you alone. Every breath God, that we need I you, take, Lord. We need you, Lord. Hallelujah. Every moment I'm away. God, touch us, oh Lord. Lord, have Jesus, your touch way us, oh Lord, with God. me. Lord, I give you my heart. Hallelujah. I give you my soul.
Lord God, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Again, thank you for coming tonight. We have an fellowship. Please stay. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Me? Lord, we thank you, Lord, for we ask that you bless uh, the hands have prepared this food this evening. Um, bless our uh, fellowship. And uh, we just thank you, Lord. Bless this food to our body. Make, let it make us healthy and well, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's come and see you guys next week. And bring your friend and visitor. For all of, each one of us will be so great. Amen. Let's serve the Lord. <laughs>